Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink, the podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. I'm your host, Chris. I'm the other guy, DK, or, or Dustin, whatever you Dustin, want. Or whatever, it don't doesn't matter. Me. Just don't call you late for supper. Yes. Improve if you feel like it. Improve um, if you feel like it. All right. So. <laughs> this is working. <laughs> Oh, and this never works. Yes. Well, so today, listen, guys. Hi. Uh, we have a really special guest today, and I mean yes, super special. Huh? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, can I call you a comedian? Of course, I would love Should that. I? Okay. Well, you're a comedian, um, and your name's Tressa. Hi. Hi. What's up? N- not much. Uh, <laughs> it's very quiet here. Yeah. Oh. No, actually, it's not. We just got a new dog, and it's like a life-changing event. Yes, it is. My dog has had allergies all night, and she oh. sounds like she's like, I don't, she sounds like a, a snowplow. She's snoring so loud even when she's awake. Oh. It's sad. Yeah, it is. Well, we've, we've not had a dog. Uh, I had dogs when I was a kid, but as an adult, a dog has never happened. Now a dog has happened, and boy, <laughs> it's it just a, happened. The dog happened. And it's like it's, out of thin air. Yes, this dog materialized in my living room. Wow! Uh, I'm it's getting up at like vortex in your in your uh, attic. Yeah, you remember that end of the the movie Poltergeist when the house kind of like just gets sucked up. Of course. It's like the opposite of that, and a dog come out. Whoa! <laughs> just pooped out a dog. Okay. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, so for people who don't know you, uh, maybe can you just give us a little about like what you've been up to and like some comedy stuff and just some general stuff? About sure. You? Um, well, uh, for the past few months, I've been sitting on my couch and doing nothing, um, watching a lot of Quantum Leap. Um, oh, yes. Uh, that's about it. Um, oh. Before then, I was, uh, I was slated to do about five different fests all over the country as a stand-up, and um, those all got canceled. So um, I drank a lot and watched more Quantum, Quantum Leap. That's about that's- it. Qu- quite a good choice quantum leap i'm a big it's fan. so good yeah, oh, I know. i'm a huge bacula fan just all of this <laughs> I, I i grew up with that show my mom would let me stay up late to watch to watch that show so oh, i really yeah. love that yeah We're, i'm a big fan i know some of our listeners in particular one of them will be so delighted that you said that yes. um so so stand up is your thing uh like can you give me not not an example but like what's the style like is it like observational stuff or like more uh, abstract or like what what's your thing um, I'm not. I'm not for everyone. I, I'm very dry, and a lot of people don't know that the jokes are coming because they're not about observational or funny stuff. It's about mostly aliens and ghosts and paranormal stuff and how we should have all died in 2012, and maybe we did. But <laughs> you're speaking uh, my language. I love all this. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, you, you know, you're preaching to the choir at this point. Uh, uh, well, and I, I guess we could mention that, like, I, I kind of became aware of you through this other podcast, Horny for Horror. So good. An all-time fave. I love those guys. They're Me the best. Too. I really miss that show. So um, much. And and I just sort of noticed you in the comments being hilarious and, you know. And then I think one time we th- possibly threatened to do a podcast together, like, <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> I threaten that a lot with a yeah. lot of people. No um, offense, but... No, it's okay. We're, we, because our sh- the show was maybe 
not going to be on for a while. And we were like, we could do an after show or like we could listen, we could review every episode. Oh, I totally remember that. Yeah. We should do that. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I step out of the shadows. Uh, so, so that's awesome. So we love horror uh, yes. or I, I love horror. Chris likes horror too, but I'm the one with the real problem. <laughs> problem or solution it might be the solution I, I i don't know but uh, i mean that's what i'm saying yeah so maybe tell me some of your some of your horror loves um oh it's hard i um i'm really i've been obsessed with zombies for since like maybe grade school <laughs> and i'm very elderly right now so it's been like i don't know 35 years or so um sure. and I, I gotta say, I gotta get in my soapbox. People get down on zombies because they got saturated in the market. And yep. there were so many like hilarious zombie movies that were not. And it was just a mockery of the whole genre. Right. Oh, yeah. But I just, I love zombie movies. The whole like, the whole endearing part of, oh, crap, what's going on? What What's happening to the planet? It's like a pandemic, even. I can't relate. Yeah, no, no, none of us, no. <laughs> right. So I just, I, I love the idea of the unknown, and then when it becomes known and it's going to kill you, it's so good. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Did you do that thing, like, with friends when you were, like, like having a sleepover and you're like, what if we looked out the window and there was zombies <laughs> right now? What would you do? Yeah, and then they all told me to shut up and kept calling boys boring. <laughs> Dustin, what are you talking about? When you're over here, you we still do that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's true. Right now, I'm actually working on a couple scripts because um, I have no outlet except for that. And um, I'm working on one where it's basically... Um, uh, drag me to hell, but oh, not you shame English. me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. And the other one is like um, totally. I I don't even know how to describe it. It's like aliens that can time travel via a quantum leap type thing. Oh, I, I sense a trend here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, except the people they um, leap into, the other people that are around them think that those people are possessed because they're acting all weird. Oh. So then they get like, um, what's it called? Uh, Exorcism? Yes, they get yeah. exercise. And then I don't know what happens yet because I'm not done. That's amazing. Maybe, well, I don't know. I don't want to write your thing for you, but I would love to read it. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. That sounds really good. I'll send you a copy. Thank you. We do a thing on this show where we'll write our, like kind of like fan fictions, I guess. Yeah, um, we've done it a couple times now. I think our last episode was I did a John Wick slash Death Wish slash Daredevil nice. very nerdy uh, yes. crossover. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. But then, but then Chris was like, "What if it was Batman versus Freddy Krueger?" And I was like, "Well, that's just the best idea of all time." So <laughs> I'll just sit down. Uh, yes, a rich hey. capitalist against dream nightmare guy. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. Lo- whoever wins, we win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah. and it was all instituted by a doctor. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, because Scarecrow had everything involved to do with it. So oh, of course I mean, he did. And can we talk about how he's like the best villain ever? He just I, fucks with your mind the whole I time. I agree that he is. Oh he's yeah, very good. So good. He's my favorite Batman villain. I think. I, I think might have mine to, too. I think I might have to 
really consider it. But I, at first glance, he's obviously the best in my opinion. Obviously. The most interesting anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love- say definitely top three. And that three are interchangeable at any point in story time, you know. That's a good way to sure. list things. Interchangeability is good. It, yes. Yeah. Because I think Riddler is a very underserved. I think you can work Riddler similarly to Scarecrow. Yeah, and that's and that's why I like him, and I, I think he's just very underserved because but he uses more of an intellect and messes with your head, your head more than you know breaking your back. I don't want them to team up though. Ever they need to no, be no, 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 no. They're completely opposite. They're you know, it's like opposite <laughs> ends on the same spectrum. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, so, okay. That stuff is awesome. I, I really want to, I do want to talk to you about some comedy stuff because I'm a huge comedy fan, but cool. I don't know about you, but I, there hasn't been a lot for me lately. Comedy wise. It's basically become podcasts. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like, uh, I hate to say it, but like in the whole uh, quarantine situation, I just have not been in the mood for comedy. I've been just watching a lot of horror and yeah end of days type stuff but like well let me ask you something as as a comedian so uh, do you how do you like do you sometimes not want to watch comedy because you're like oh i don't want to influence myself absolutely because i feel like if i watch the comics that i love i'll i will like not mentally but like or not not consciously but i'll subconsciously be like oh that's brilliant i gotta i gotta take that but Mm -hmm. it's I, I I do actively avoid comics that I love because I don't want to rip them off. That's too which bad. sucks because I love them so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm, you know, just a regular dude, but I, I love comics and, and comedy. And I, like, I will say that in my life, I've stolen so many things from comedians <laughs> that I don't mean to. Like, I'm just like a, I'm a Matt Gorley library. If oh, you need any, yes. If you need any Gorley, I'm around. Absolutely. And, you know, Gorley is actually my maiden name. Are you serious? Yeah. That'd be awesome if you're related. I think that we are. I think all Gorleys are related in the States. He's my uh, personal therapist. Let me tell you that. (laughs) Uh, So that's amazing. So do you have any, well, let me go, let me go back a little bit if that's okay. Like what, what made you kind of interested in comedy and like make, making the decision to like try it? Like how, how does that work? (laughs) <laughs> how does that work i um i don't know i've always loved comedy and like to your point i, I remember in grade school just watching like david letterman or whatever yeah. and full-on stealing jokes and telling them to my friends the next day yeah. and totally you know i i i came up with that joke you guys like i remember <laughs> there is this really great joke where dolly parton came into david letterman's uh his uh his set and she she's like hey dave how's it going and dave was like wow look at those jugs and she was holding two jugs and i was like oh my god that's brilliant and i drew that out for my friends and i was like look how hilarious i am you guys so <laughs> i um i don't know i just uh when I came to Chicago in 95, I believe, I started taking improv classes at the actor studio, I think yeah. it was called. Okay. And um, I loved it, but I was also unemployed and like 22 and totally broke. So I only got to take one class. And I always meant to go back, but I never did until 
like four years ago, I went yeah. and did the whole IO program. That's I had, amazing. I had gotten a bonus from my boss and I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking spend this money on me for once. That's a really cool thing. <laughs> yeah. Like that's I was, inspirational legitimately. That's really I, cool. <laughs> thank you. I am an inspiration. You're an inspiration to all. <laughs> And I realized, I went through the whole program at IO, and I was like, this is fun, and I'm enjoying it, but I want to do stand-up, and I've always wanted to do stand-up. So I just I took a class. I love classes, you guys. <laughs> I took a class at um, the Lincoln Lodge, which is uh, a huge hub in Chicago for sure. stand-ups, yeah. and uh, I just I fell in love with it. I had horrible <laughs> stage fright, and I just pushed myself to do it and i i love it not everybody loves my stuff but comedy is subjective and i'm exactly. fine with that but um yeah i'm just having a blast doing it and i have no idea what i'm gonna do now because no <laughs> comedy clubs are open at all uh, we're, hopefully we'll get there soon we're trying yes it is so devastating though for that for that whole community right that's so yeah stupid. absolutely like right now everyone's doing zoom open mics and i absolutely refuse like yeah. the whole point to an open mic is to see how an audience will react to your material right and, and to if, get an audience interaction yeah right huh. and in a zoom meeting you've got a bunch of comics looking at their notes getting ready to do their own set in which they do at open mics and clubs too but at least you have like some interaction now you've just got like dead faces on <laughs> a tile on a computer screen and it's so disconcerting. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I wouldn't no. want to either. That sounds no. terrible. That's yeah, no way sounds... to do comedy. No, it's no. not. <laughs> I mean, unless mind you, one of the people on the tile, you know, take their computer to the bathroom or something like that. Which then... happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Chicago is a really great place for comedy, right? There's a ton of places to do it. And yeah, some and... really famous comedians from there. Yeah, um, Cameron Esposito was the one who put together the open mic at Coles, which is a huge open mic, and um, it's just grown from there. It's like this little club that if you didn't live in Logan Square in Chicago, you wouldn't really know about it, except right. for it's got this huge open mic now. Is Cameron it's, Esposito, uh, is that Caramel uh, from Comedy Bang Bang? <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. Am I, I wrong? Remember. I thought I maybe remember. maybe she was. Uh, let's see. What's the Paul F. Tompkins? The he's the, does the fan boats. She's his ward. No. I, is that not? No, I don't think so. Who is that? That's more likely to be Rhea Butcher than Karen Esposito. Well, she doesn't seem like an improv lady. Hmm. I'm gonna have to look it up now. Yeah, look it up because I have no idea. I could be talking on my ass. You might be. I mean, I absolutely am, but I don't know. Um, so Chicago, yeah, is great, and um, everyone's open to whatever. I've seen some horrible comics that get really great support from all the other comics. I've seen really great comics do really well. It's uh, it's a great place if you want to just check out an open mic because it's always a hit or miss, and that's the fun. Yeah. Have yeah. you have you totally like uh, just crashed and burned in front of like hundreds of people? <laughs> Tell me your most embarrassing moment. <laughs> Have I ever? <laughs> um, let's see. Um, <laughs> I did a show at um, what's it called? The comedy. Oh, it's not the comedy club. Oh, no, it's way out in Aurora, which is like an hour long drive from me. And the right. show started at midnight, <laughs> and 
it's just like there were like five people in the audience and I'm telling jokes about like I think I'm dead and it was just like crickets and I was supposed to do I was supposed to do like a 15 minute set and I like I don't know if I forgot half my set or if I was just running through it as fast as I can but I got off the stage after like 10 minutes and I was like okay I got I I got to go you guys I can't it was bad and maybe you were actually dead that's that's exactly what I'm saying okay you just you just did it that was it exactly I mean maybe I didn't even go out there maybe my Dog's really upset about something going on outside. Because there's this ghost in there, and it's you. Exactly. <laughs> it's what I'm saying. But yeah, I tend to uh, bomb a lot <laughs> because um, everyone does like, hey, can you believe that people are like this? And uh, can you believe that you go eat lunch and you get that? And I'm like, have you guys ever really thought about ghosts? And it's just like, why would I do that? That's stupid. Are you insane? And um, that's what, <laughs> it's the stuff I do that I like, you know? Well, it's like I have these dumb ideas and thoughts, but I just I keep them to yourself keep like them, a no, normal or person. I, or I ask people at work and they go, what are you? <laughs> yeah, it actually took me quite a while to realize that a lot of my jokes were not jokes. They were just like, did you guys ever think about this conspiracy that I just came up with? It's pretty cool. I like those. And I just have an update on the uh, J.W. Stillwater, Paul F. Tompkins, Cameron oh, yes. Esposito. Cameron yes, Esposito yes. is Caramel. <gasps> his ward. She is. I I apologize profusely. I know. I'm so sorry. Well, what if Bang Bang has like a thousand episodes or something? It's like, how could you know? How could you possibly know? (laughs) Exactly. And that many guests as well. Yeah, more. Right. Yeah, crazy. So how do you feel about improv? Uh, I like improv. It's not for me. Um, I like... I've been told many times that I am a better writer than an improviser. And um, I just like to sit and like uh, pause and reflect on certain things. And it doesn't play well for improv because people want to jump in and immediately joke about something or right. continue the story. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let's just like sit here and think about this. For Let's a dig into this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Tracy did still steal my pills. We don't know. <laughs> And so it's not a good (laughs) platform for me, I guess. Um, And I really, I feel like they're so, improv is so different from stand-up, but it's still, I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but in Chicago, people still lump together the two for shows. And it drives me crazy because it's like, they're not the same. And it's, you have to shift the mood so much when doing the two. Yeah. Because it's like, it's improv is like seat your pants check this out it might not be funny but it's funny in the moment because of everything that's going on right and stand up is just well thought out you might have to think a little bit harder about it with than improv and uh it's just i like them both i prefer stand up is all i'm saying do you have some favorite stand-ups oh absolutely um Top two easily would be uh, Tig Notaro and yes. John Mulaney. Yes. Um, they yeah. might be a little bit of an obvious choice, but I, I think Tig. they're, oh, I love her so much. <laughs> I think they're both so brilliant. Yeah. And um, I appreciate 
that TIG is so dry. And oh, like, the driest, right? Oh my God, so good. And then John Mulaney's writing is just insanely. Next it's, level. Oh my God. It's like he edits that until it's like a fine diamond. It's insane. It's so good. Well, and I don't think there are that many. Well, maybe I don't know. I'm not an expert, but like that seems like the old way. Like you just, you work it and work it and work it until it's a diamond. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that now people are just like with like videos online and everything and people doing open mics all the time, people get sick of saying the same thing over and over again without realizing that there's a whole audience that hasn't heard that yet. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do the same thing. Like I had this set where I would start off with, um, I would walk on stage and I would just start off with, uh, so aliens are real. And I thought it was the most brilliant opening line because everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but I got so sick of saying it at open mics and I just like stopped doing it. But every time I do it, everyone like takes a breath and I'm just like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> you rejected your catchphrase. Exactly. Yeah. That's funny. I was just thinking about your dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> it distracted me. Like, not in a mean, not, I was like, I was like, God, I, I wasn't thinking like, I wish that dog would shut up. I was thinking like, I wonder what that dog looks like. Is that dog happy? That one specifically is a small little uh, tiny chihuahua chode and won't shut up. That's really cute. Oh, no. That's very cute. Hold on. I'm going to try and get him shut up. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Chris, what are your thoughts on, do you like stand up? Oh, I love stand-up, but I'm like an old-school guy. I mean, I, I'm Gary Shandling and, sure. you know, back in, you know, a lot of the 80s. The sweatier stuff. The sweatier stuff, Whoa, yeah. what did I walk into? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just some locker room talk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'm old, old 80s sweaty comedians. <laughs> I love a good sweaty comedian. Yeah, <laughs> I I kind of started uh, my my comedy journey. I th I think really started with like Python. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, of, I mean, who who didn't right? And then, yeah. but I just I had this idea in my mind that like only British comedy was funny. And this is like, <laughs> by the way, I was in like seventh grade. Oh, I so think I'm I like, had the same idea for a very long time. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I only can pay attention to these British comedians. So like, I fell in love with. Um, like Eddie Izzard, like deeply, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I really like, I memorized so much Izzard. Well, and obviously all the Python stuff, which is a natural progression anyway, but I also, sure. I liked Gervais and um, mm. just, just a lot of those uh, British guys. And I just was like very sure that Americans could not be funny. And then, <laughs> and then I realized that like, I found Paul F. Tompkins and uh. just so many of those uh, Americans that are just killing it now. I love yeah. him so much. I, I went to go see Comedy Bang Bang in Chicago, and they had a, like a meet and greet afterwards. Aww. And uh, I was with a couple of friends, and I, <laughs> I love Paul Tompkins so much. I made a total ass out of myself. And he, I remember him saying something on some podcast about how he doesn't understand the two-handed handshake where someone like grabs your hands with both of theirs yes. and shakes like, it. And... <laughs> And I, did, and I was like, I took his hand and then I put my other hand on top of it. And I was like, thank you so much. You've helped me so much, sir. And he was like, oh, no, that, mm, that means a lot. Thanks. 
And it was like, he was so uncomfortable. And I just like relished that uncomfortableness so much. I was like, oh, I love this. I just this absorbed story. some of Paula Tompkins' energy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was an energy vampire at that oh, moment. Oh, you Colin Robinson, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you keeping up with that show? Oh, yes, of course. It's so good. It's my favorite thing on TV currently. Absolutely. It's so yeah. good. I, I won't shut up about it. Uh, I, I'm in love. I love the movie. Yes. Uh, I was so, I don't know about you, but I was so resistant to the show at the beginning. I was like, I don't want it. Take it away. No, I Need was excited it. as all hell. Because oh. I love the movie and I was just like, I know the people that, well, I knew Matt Berry. I knew Matt Berry from all his yeah. amazing things. Exactly. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. I didn't think it would be as good, but I think it totally has been. It's so amazing. Yeah. I can't believe it's on like regular TV. I know. And they let him get away with so much. It's wild. Yeah. <sighs> Man, well, I, I know. When that, when that first came out, I was like, okay, I'm really optimistic, but I don't want it to suck. <laughs> it was yeah. always in the back of my head. It's like anytime anything comes from a, you know, a really good movie to TV, nine times out of ten, it sucks hard. Or, oh, absolutely. Yeah, or like a foreign show that's amazing, and then we try to adapt it, and it's awful. Well, like they did, they did Spaced. Remember that? Oh space. yes. Remember Spaced? Know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did an American Space. space. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, people that's call awful. It, people call it mixed Spaced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's another one? They did well. Well, The Office. I mean, right. Uh, well, come on. That turned yeah, out the American well. Office had the luxury of uh you know a little bit more time and yeah they, they knew it needed to be different which is cool right i still think the british one is better though i i'm kind of in the same boat with you i think like my uh, i've got a 15 year old son and he's watched the whole american series like 20 times in a yeah. row he loves it which i don't get because he's 15 he's never had to work in an office he does not know how to <laughs> And he'll but, have these preconceived notions of if he has to work in an office. It must be so fun to work in an office. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Especially if Creed's there. He was the yeah. best. My favorite character. Yep. yep. Did you know he was like a famous guitar player? Yeah. He was, From the was Grassroots. It? Yep. The first CD I ever bought was a Grassroots Best Of album. Wow. That's awesome. Why? <laughs> because it's a Grassroots. Duh. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that, is there anything else we should talk about with this? I don't know. We've, we've explored comedy. I think we pretty much tackled the whole subject. Um, okay. But I have to say that like you asked me who I love right now. Yes. Yes. But I didn't want that to make it sound like I just got into comedy and now I feel like a poser by even bringing this up. But when, um, what really like, I totally am with you with the British comedy thing. And the one thing that brought me over to American standups was the whole alt-right comedy in, I'm, wow, whoa, did I say whoa, whoa, alt-right? Whoa, whoa. Whoa. No, I didn't say that. Cut that, cut that, cut that. We just learned something about Tessa that we didn't know before. Okay, I oh, got to no. go, you guys. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. no, I meant alt-comedy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> From the 90s. With We're talking like, like David Cross and stuff? and Yeah, like Mark Maron when he first oh, started yeah. and uh, Janine Garofalo. I was like, oh, these people aren't trying to tell me crazy things about breakfast cereal. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think that's where it kind of grew because I don't, 
need to hear about observational humor because that's my life, man. I don't need someone else telling me. <laughs> telling me what to observe. <laughs> yeah. right. Exactly. Tell me how women are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, how one race drives one way and the other race drives another way. Right. We all know this. Wait, no, I don't. I didn't <laughs> say on. that. Oh. I did not say that. Did just, we learn something else on. new? <laughs> cut that. Okay, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, that that well, hole just keeps getting a little deeper and deeper as we go. <laughs> so, let's uh, let's just jump right into. Uh, well, do we do we want to try and talk about the genesis of why we arrived at this? Is there even a reason? Uh, the genesis of mockumentaries or Atlantic Rim? Well, the genesis of why why we're talking about this, because it's not like we need a reason, first of all, so back up. <laughs> but, uh, I, so, I, but I think, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's pretty funny that you're like, I asked you to come on the show, and you're like, yeah, okay, do you like mockbusters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that was just like, it was like, sorry, but this has to be, if, you, if I'm coming on, we have to talk about it. <laughs> Well, you see, uh, my son and I have been planning to do a YouTube channel where we only review uh, the Asylum productions. Yes, the best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> um, but he's 15, so he's not – he's just too cool to hang out with his mom now. Oh. I know. <laughs> but, um, and then he's like, no, I will, I will record it and I will edit it, but you have to be the only one on camera. Basically, bottom line is I'm obsessed with these asylum movies and yes. I need to have a platform to talk about them because they are so good slash horrible. That Shouldn't I you have a podcast for this? Like, it's perfect for a podcast. I know. I absolutely exactly. should. But, you know, when you uh, talk to people about doing a podcast, they get really excited until it comes to scheduling and then it's they hard. are no longer excited about doing it's it. very so. hard. Yeah. It ours, is. ours is every two weeks because just, uh, just because of scheduling is so hard. Absolutely. Uh, but we just set aside every second Sunday. Ah, so. uh, Nice. That's when the magic happens. So, so if anyone wants to do an asylum uh, podcast with me, I'm totally open to it. <laughs> I might, I might take you up on that. I would love that. Uh, so we, we decided to pick randomly. Uh, well, basically you said, here's, here's some we can look at, pick mm-hmm. one. And I saw Atlantic Rim, which I had seen a long time ago, but didn't really yeah. remember much of. It's a Pacific Rim knockoff, obviously. <laughs> I shouldn't even have needed to say that, but whatever. Right, right. And uh, boy, it's a treat. It's a real delight. It really is. I watched it again, like I watched it like probably last year, and I watched it again last night, and boy, oh boy, they do not disappoint. No. I, I hate to concentrate on stupid, petty things like costuming or... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, special yeah. effects or right, right. or acting choices. <laughs> but oh, there are plenty of choices. Oh, oh my yeah. God. So good. I, I really appreciate that the costuming, it, uh, it, it, it smells of a kid playing in their father's closet. It's just oh. like, ah, so good. Yeah. 
Well, it, yeah. like, there's a woman at the beginning who's wearing this uh, these coveralls that are way too big on her. And <laughs> I know exactly who she's. <laughs> she's talking to some military dude. I don't know, and she's got like grease smeared in, on her face, like two very specific places, and you're right. like. That woman knows what manual labor is. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Yeah. Oh no, no doubt. Yeah, I noticed that right at the beginning. It's like, okay, that's some some uh, you know sound grips uh, <laughs> uniform. You know, he's he's like the, the uh, pink shorts guy now in Star Wars. And, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so this movie is called Atlantic Rim, but when you when you look it up on IMDb, it's uh-huh. now called From the Sea. What really? They've they've changed the name. I can only assume due to legal uh, ramifications. Right. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> because let's be honest, and they do not have the money to fight that. No, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. The DVD already says Atlantic. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> now they so. say Atlantic Rim, but. Like most of it, is it supposed to be in like the Gulf of Mexico? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like it starts off at that um, Mardi Gras parade that's obviously like in the suburbs of Chicago somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's man, this movie is so good. Well, in the trivia, I don't know if you looked any of this stuff up. I love this stuff. Um, the film, they were originally going to film it at a naval, an actual naval air station in Florida. <laughs> yeah. And then at the last minute, permission was denied because a high-ranking <laughs> official read the script. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. It, so amazing. instead, so instead they sh- promotion. <laughs> and then instead they shot at somebody's storage space, I'm guessing. Uh, well, actually, it does tell you uh, that they... <laughs> They uh, they shot it at a private like air air base like or air like um, airport yeah like a private airport right uh, with uh, a bunch of background <gasps> there was that scene where they're like in that air hangar where in the, and there's just a bunch of Cessnas that are supposed to yes. be from the government or something yes they're cl- <laughs> it's clearly oh, just yeah. a private air place right <laughs> oh, oh my so, god and wasn't wasn't the other bay like all medical helicopters well this this <laughs> may answer your, some of our questions. <laughs> That okay. that private helicopter airport was used for seven different locations in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, does that include the library? What that was the war room? Oh my god! <laughs> <sighs> and everyone's getting on the horn always. Yes. Get me on the horn. And, okay. And then. Uh, <laughs> I just want to jump everywhere because there's so many good details in yeah. this movie. Like, uh, oh, no. what's his name? Geis. Oh, um, yeah. Like, <laughs> with the eye patch, he's clearly doing a bad Batman impression or, for or some I reason. Think, I think more likely it's like a Snake Plissken. Plus, he's got the. Eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're also correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd like to interview him on that. I, I bet it's a combination of the two. Yeah, and probably, probably. Again, and choices I, were made. I truly think Graham Greene lost a bet to be in that movie. Why is he in this? Is he the Admiral? Yeah. Yes. General. General Hadley. General. Yeah, which they don't have in the Navy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's funny. And then as n- nobody has any, you know, on their uniform, any correct insignia, you know, he's oh, an Oh, man. I'm going to have to take your word for it, but I do Admiral, not doubt that at all. Admiral, General, whatever. I mean, 
Well, and he has a Navy SEAL eagle on his shirt. Just stick and then them all the other guys, guys has got you know he's supposed to be Navy, but he has a paratrooper. <laughs> Look, he's done it all. How he's do you like think he lost state, that eye? That's where he lost yeah. that eye. That's where he lost that eye. He was jumping out of that plane. Okay, we need to get back and focus on this parade that was happening somewhere <laughs> in Iowa, wherever that was. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So some backstreet in Des Moines. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> With that quaint little bar that looks like an oldie timey saloon. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Right Can after that, they had the two like uh the the couple that the control. Oh no, no no. Well oh. yes, but the couple that control the mechs, they're like <laughs> walking, oh. like going down the alleyway or tunnel for some reason, singing. 99 bottles of beer on the wall these are cool people <laughs> because that's what everyone does when they're drunk they yeah. sing 99 bottles of beer on the wall right right yes. right and then they run into some street toughs <laughs> mm -hmm. that just got back from lowe's with their new chains that's the chain right yeah. right 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 oh my god yeah this movie is amazing it's incredible <laughs> the fight is the laziest fight i've ever seen uh yep. yeah it's yeah. not much of a fight. And his, his tough talk made me cringe harder than anything ever. Because it was so tough that you were jealous? Yeah, That's I know. That's exactly yeah. right. I shrank into myself. Intimidated, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, did, did the, and I'm going to say this loosely, that he was the hero. <laughs> yeah, obviously he's the hero. Do you mean, do you mean Red? 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 Did he graduate from the Harvey Weinstein School of Acting? Oh, or? Yeah. oh. <laughs> that's gross. He had that really great hair that just reminded me of the first season of Community when everyone makes fun of that guy for having bedhead all the time. <laughs> right, right. He was great. Yeah. So they they fight those people in the alleyway. And then, and they're hammered, right? And then all of a sudden, right. back to, you got to go to work and pilot this, who knows how expensive, these mechs. Right, they jump and, into that van and they're like, we only had like two beers like three hours ago, lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, that's not true because they were singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall like 10 minutes earlier. Exactly. And by the way, the way they introduce the third, the, the third guy, is his name Treach? Yes. The way they introduce him, he's just a, a random person sitting in that SUV. Yep. Not, how truth. am I supposed to know he's a main character? Because he's black. They had to have the lady, the hero, and the black guy. Right. Who is obviously the best out of all of them. He is, by the way, definitely the best of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Treach is dope. He's so yeah. great. He, uh, he's in the movie Feast. What's Do you remember Feast? Feast? No, really. It's like a 2000. It's from 2005. It's like a Evil Dead wannabe with these yeah. creatures that just bust into this bar. <laughs> what? You probably watched it back then and don't remember. Everyone, right. everyone saw it. I'm sure. I have the memory of a gnat, so probably. I'm similar. Um, but yeah, he he's been in a ton of like actual things. He's a real actor. These other people, I don't know. That's what I love about Asylum. They like get like random actors that you may have seen before. Lots of like TV drama actors are yeah. all of a sudden doing like these weird sci-fi and horror movies. And they're like not presented great. Like they, they did great. This movie did not. 
<laughs> That's the beauty of some of these. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, there's a sequel to this movie. Oh, I, I saw oh, that. I, I almost yeah. watched that instead because it yeah. was on Prime. Um, which I looked at the cast list. I've, I haven't watched it, but it's completely new cast. They're, not one person returns, uh, it looks like. <laughs> I wonder why. I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> if Treach isn't there, I'm not interested. Yep, not interested. So what happens next? We, they, All right, they, so they got to do a slow motion walk to the camera in their mech suits. Well, not the mechs, but in their suits they wear in the mechs. Right, mech suits. Right, right, right. And then they get dropped into the ocean and they have to go 800 fathoms. I don't have any idea how deep that is. It it's seems a lot of deep. fathoms. Yeah. I and guess. they get sweaty for some reason. They get real sweaty. It's hot down there. I guess probably because it's near the Earth's core. Is that yes. it? <laughs> is the water that hot? I, I, I mean, I, they, is it, I don't. They don't know. have cooling in there? No, air conditioning was the luxury they could not afford. Uh, by the way, okay, I don't know if you noticed this. Hang on, I have to say, Chris, okay, shut up. Okay. I have to tell you this. <laughs> there is, I, at, at the moment when you see them in their cockpits, you, mm -hmm. if you look behind them, every single one of them, <laughs> there is a one of those um, tubes, like, I don't know what you call it, like an exhaust tube, like from your dryer. <laughs> oh, yes. down the back. Yeah, that like uh, <laughs> aluminum, like yes. crinkled up. Yes, I With, saw that too. And it, it's got one, uh, one little row of like LED lights wrapped around that. <laughs> <laughs> it's science fiction. Uh, one of the notes I wrote was um, the sets in this movie and pretty much every Asylum movie, they don't so much... Uh, take away like your um, suspension of disbelief as they make it possible. They give you the hope that you can make a movie in a closet too. <laughs> Anyone can make a movie in a closet or a library. Yes. So beautiful. Yeah. Well, and it's so funny. Justin and I were talking about it yesterday and I said, I swear as God is my witness, this is a seventh grader writing a script and dialogue for a movie. <laughs> And they nailed it. They, they, nailed, they it. nailed it. Yeah. Yep. Good job, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're like sweating under the water and they see, they're like, oh my God, what is that? It's a ship graveyard, but they don't show the camera. And they keep talking about it. Oh my God, look at all this crazy stuff we're seeing. I would love to see that stuff, but you're not letting yeah. me. <laughs> and then, and I, I, wanted to, I wanted to go back and count how many times everybody said, what is that? Because it was at least 10 times. Yeah. What within is a two minute, Yeah, within a two-minute period. Yeah, really yeah. sell it. Really sell it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Um, by the way, looking at the uh, names of the writers for this, mm -hmm. one of them is named Richard, which is fine. But the other writer, the, I the guess person, if you like that, yeah, kind of thing, if you're say. into that kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. but the other the other writer's name is Thunder Levin. <laughs> Thunder. It absolutely that, is not, but he can call himself that. Yeah, yeah. that explains a lot. <laughs> so now this there's this huge creature that has like surfaced from 800 fathoms from like in a couple seconds. I don't know. And there's like five guys in like camouflage outfits that don't even look military with yeah. huge guns. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Safely behind the guardrail. Yes, yeah. behind a guardrail. And like, I guess the head guy, he's like 
aim high. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Thank you, sir. <laughs> the people on the beach, morons. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see it happening that way anyway, just taking pictures and being hey. generally confused. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. I want to know, though, okay, this is my big thing. Where the hell did all the bodies come from? When, at the beginning, at the beginning, they aren't even fighting on the beach. No, nope. and, and the beach is already strewn with bodies everywhere. I assume yeah. they're already there. <laughs> yeah, it was just a there was some cause and effect. Yeah, and those people were, that were waving were some you know satanic cult that <laughs> killed everyone on the beach first. We're just finishing up. You guys can have the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and then Treach comes in and he's like. This city's messed up, man. Yep, it sure is. And then this other guy rounds the corner. He's like, Alexandra, Alexandra, Alexandra. Oh, boy. And they're like, yeah. hey, who are you looking for? And he's like, I'm looking for Alexandra. Oh, sorry, uh, Susan? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is wild. Why is she in the bar, behind the bar? In the bar, yeah. Not with any parents. It no. is so wild. And then Was she the bartender? Goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he goes to when he goes to get her, he's like, "Hey, you ever play piggyback? Good, because if you don't, we're all gonna die." <laughs> play piggyback, oh. not a thing. Nope, yeah. it's no, absolutely no, not. No. Not a game. No, just the thing that you do. Yeah. How do you justify any of that scene? Like, how do we get? How did we arrive there? <laughs> um, obviously, we arrived there through Alexandra. Who yeah. was um, somehow in uh, an oldie timey saloon? Yeah, where everyone around her was dead somehow. Oh, they're just she, slumped over at the bar for some they, reason. They probably fainted out of fear. Yeah, right, right, right. They're all so drunk, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear anybody singing "99 Bottle of Beers" on the wrong no, side. No, because they finished the song. They were so drunk. Oh, <laughs> cleared up. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. What's next? They they save the girl. They go outside. They probably die anyway. Yeah. Uh, they, th- that hotel blows up, I guess. Uh, uh, and I, I, yeah, I was going to say, apparently all the bodies from the hotel like spewed. Flew out. On, uh, flew out <laughs> over the streets because no one went in town. I mean, where talk- else are they going to go? They have to be strewn about the streets through an explosion. Production value. Just- Exactly. Yeah. Can we talk about the creature design? All right. It's pretty wild. <laughs> it, it looks like a like a PS2 generic. You'd get this game for twenty dollars. Yep. And it's a game where you leap on those things uh, and like collect bananas or something. <laughs> and green green jewels. Yeah, but it would always side swipe you, so you couldn't actually get it. It was just like a snake that was just a little bit better than a snake. Yeah. It, and that, that part where he like he he holds the guy's jaws open and he couldn't kill him by just tearing him up, which would have been awesome. Rip the jaw yeah. off. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't Instead, Optimus Prime do that in a Transformers movie? Yes. Probably because so it's cool. an awesome yeah. move. Yeah. <laughs> but instead he has to have it like missileized. What's that word I'm looking for? <laughs> missileized, I think is missile-ized. the word. I think that is a new term. Cool, thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, mm, that monster is dumb, and it makes me angry. And there's no, like, he could have said some cool one-liner, like, I don't know, 
that we couldn't. Open up for, <laughs> I, I don't know, say, something. He's not capable of that. You did see the beginning of the movie, right? Take yeah. your medicine. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. But no. Nope. And then, That's, okay, so he gets arrested because he saved the world or well, something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. And then his boss is like, you have to go to a party. He's like, awesome. I hate parties or whatever he says. The party they go to is obviously in a grade school gymnasium. Oh, you're not kidding. You're it's- not kidding. <laughs> you're in the brig for like treason. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. You're but in you- the child's bedroom for treason. <laughs> you're in the storage room uh, right. from the farm. I don't know. But, but, but clearly, the, well, by the way, his, the general says, you did such a good job. You're, you're in the brig. By the way, you, yeah. you have to go to this party and shake some hands. But you are in huge trouble, by the way. You did a great job. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about this whole movie. Yeah. You did a great job. I hate you. I hate yes. You. <laughs> Bottom line. When, the, when, when we see more monsters later in the movie, do they just use the same monster model? It seems like it's just the same one. Duh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I shouldn't even have asked. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so I've got this written down, and I have no idea what it means. Somebody, somebody said, "Oh crap! Here come chunky trucks." Chunky trucks. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember looking at the the closed captioning, and it said, "Oh crap! Here come!" And then it didn't say what he said. And I swear to God, he said chunky trucks. Is it when they're about to get run over when they're trying to escape, and they get into uh, into the truck? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of a senseless uh, thing. Oh no. After that I have written down chunky truck chunky truck equals faux Batman. So Oh my god. I guess that was Geis in a truck or something. <laughs> I remember that. I remember hearing it, but I couldn't I like you couldn't figure out what the hell it was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to side drill that for a second. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no. <laughs> so we they do the party, uh they're just pounding drinks. Yep. Putting them down. Mm-hmm. And then, and also, uh, Treach is uh, with helping out the Red Cross at this at this point. Yeah, he's a humanitarian yeah. and he cares about people. And Red is just like he's a loose cannon who's just yeah. trying to like get more medals and stuff. Yeah, he doesn't care about people. Not like Treach. No, and Treach likes to play chess with or checkers with rocks. Yeah, he Pebbles. wants to play. <laughs> He wants to play crystal chess a lot with crystal that lady. chess makes it sound awesome, <laughs> but it is it's not. not. It, it looks more like Vic's cough drops. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so then there's a scene where they're like, "These creatures are hundreds of millions of years old." How do they know that? I don't know. And how is that even possible? Like, not like they've been around that long, but that specific monster is that old. Is that what they're implying? Yes. No. Yeah, because they're like, their gestation period is thousands of years. (laughs) What? Because the egg was in the crude oil. That's, yes, exactly. It's the crude oil. You guys really paid attention to this. (laughs) I, you know what? I really wanted to be prepared today. It's kind of like, like observing a train wreck or a horrific accident. Sure. Yeah, you're you just really, trying to you're you trying really to make sense of it. To, right. You really don't want to turn away, but you can't help but stare at it. Yeah. And but it has to make sense. Right, right. 
but it doesn't. No. But it has to. Oh no. It has human to. mind. The human mind. <laughs> so then they're at like Dappler radar place guy. Yes. And it's like all dark but with screens. And the guy who's like I kind of zoned out, but he's like he said something about Doppler, like, oh just wind and rain, whatever. I'm like, why 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 are you here? But he yeah. if you because uh, I'm an asshole, I realized that he um looks simultaneously seventy five and twenty two. <laughs> he had a very interesting look. It's a trick of the light. I don't know. That is wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I zoned out there too. The next thing I remember is there being multiple monsters and they have to get it back hatched. in. Yeah, right. the egg and hatch. It's right. been thousands of years. It was ready to hatch. Now's the time. Obviously. So then uh, I'm struggling to remember what is next. What? Uh, um, I think oh. that's when they were like, wait, is that right? They, oh, they get their new upgrade? They get their upgrade with their... Um, oh, yeah, but first they have to get break him out of his storage room. Oh, right. And they, with a hammer. <laughs> right, but they try and find the, the MP that has the keys, and they finally find him. They're like, okay, fine, let's go get him. And then, <laughs> and then they're running towards the storage room, and he gets stepped on by the monster. Flattened. I mean, what do you do at that point? The monster has gone, just sift through this crap to get those set of keys. Right, exactly. It's just going to be near his uniform. It's not going to be that yeah. hard to find. I was like, waiting for, like, an evil dead, like, I have to reach into the gore here. and like. Yeah. Pull out. I'm like, that would have been hilarious if they did that. That would have been so good. Yeah. But no, we'll just, you know what? We'll, we'll just hit it open with a hammer. Yeah. I mean, why didn't they do that in the first place? Yeah, if that was an option, come on. Thank well, you. no, no, no. First, he he had to try to pry the door off, the uh, handle off, like sideways, the way the handle turns with the hammer. <laughs> Not put it in the door frame. Yeah, but like, that, well, take to the be fair, around the doorknob. To be fair, that was after he tried hitting it open for a while with his shoulder and <sighs> kicking it. I mean, obviously, it's a storage room; it should have opened that way, but. Come on, guy. You got to take the hammer and take the knob off. You know, for as big as he was, I think my 14-year-old daughter would have been able to, to bust that door open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish they'd open the wrong door. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have yeah. been like a small version of the monster. That would have been perfect. <laughs> Just mops and brooms. Yeah. yeah. And then I realize they get in their new mech suits, which can now fly. They, why can they fly now? Because they've been upgraded, idiot. Remember before they were like, they fell and they were. Uh-huh. Well, well, they now they, and they have weapons now. And, yeah, they have battle axes. Why would they have a battle axe? They are weapons. They don't need them. And, but now they get to control them with their minds. And and the shots of them real like uh, trying it out and and like doing those punches are just <laughs> so they hurt me physically, <laughs> really bad. Because yeah. I mean, watching that take place while you're shooting it, it's just a lady and a couple dudes punching the air for no reason. Right, right. That makes they, my soul so happy. <laughs> they play that scene way too long. <laughs> These are professionals. Yeah. It's like, and then I realized is. Is this just grown-up Power Rangers? Because yes. it kind of is. 
the mechs have the like movement range of an actual toy, like an action figure. Yep. So like when you see them falling, it looks like someone dropped their toy. Yep. It's so bad. Which is why when they have those headbands that um, connect to their central nervous system, oh. why <laughs> the mechs look so fluid and human-like because uh, they still look like toys, you guys. All of a yeah. sudden. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And those, those headband things, by the way, amazing. Yeah. amazing. So good. I like how they put them on and they instantly like fall down over their eyes. And like they They're, didn't they practice work. this ahead of time. Yeah. You know, well, you know that thing that you hear from actors like in interviews where they're like, oh, well, I was struggling to find the character and then, and then I got into the wardrobe and then I found the character. <laughs> Do you think that applies <laughs> to this? No, no, it absolutely does not. <laughs> oh. Uh, and so they, they arrive in New York and I'm not familiar with the rural, rural part of Manhattan, mm-hmm. But this was obviously uh, not a Manhattan that I'm familiar with. There was no. like <laughs> another. How do they like, get there so fast? I know, and it was like they were. They could fly next to some oldie timey <laughs> like outfit museum with like pioneers and stuff. What's and, an outfit museum? It's <laughs> <laughs> a secondhand store. <laughs> but it's a museum. It's different. Okay. <laughs> So Geis is now like they're there now. And now Geis is like, dude, we need to like nuke this thing. And the general's like, nah, dude, it's cool. We got mechs. He all of a sudden believes in the mechs. Right. <laughs> right. At the beginning, he's like, these are the stupidest thing I've ever seen. We can't do this. And now he's like, just let them work. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like it's like a big celebratory party in a grade school gymnasium. He's yeah. all for it. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Geis is like, oh, you know what? I'm going to call my superior and make it happen anyway. I'm making unauthorized phone calls. I don't know so much that that would be something that could even happen. I mean, I've never been in the military, but am I wrong? I no, don't think it can happen. N- not at all. <laughs> None of and, and you know, and a little side note, when an admiral's like, send in the green berets, totally not even an Amy. <laughs> he controls the whole military. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. But then he's like <laughs> they were like, Oh, we gotta we gotta get rid of all the people in Manhattan, get them out of here, evacuate. And I think it was Geist that was like the bridge has got too tangled. We can't get anyone out. And then they show a shot of the bridge, and it's just like daytime traffic. There's like nobody stopped. There's like plenty of room between each car. The movie forgot itself for a second. They Can like, I give see? some? I need to give some love to uh, the actress is Nicole Dixon. She plays uh, Margaret. She's the she's the tech lady. Oh, the, I, I liked oh, her. Yeah. Oh, are I you like talking her? about the scientist lady? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Why did I like her? <laughs> I don't she know. So familiar that she was in something else that I've seen. Well, she looks like a person I personally know, which is weird. Uh, uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but, but but I don't know. I thought she was fun. I don't know. I liked her. I liked her on the screen. So what? I, Go ahead, say something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I remember thinking like I don't. There's something so great and awful about her. Like yes. she is like an encapsulation of an asylum movie where it's like you are very realistic in that role 
But you have like the eye rolling of a teenager that I really love. And the things that she's <laughs> yeah. saying are insane. Yeah, absolutely. So then they pull out these crazy weapons oh my that God. they have for some reason that the military decided, yeah, we'll spend trillions on a battle axe for a robot. <laughs> right. As you do. Yeah. So they, f- oh, the, the nukes, they're going to send the nukes, right? The, the nukes happen. <gasps> yeah. Wait, first off, they needed weapons, but didn't they already have like rockets built into their arms so that they could like shoot at the thing? Couldn't yeah, you have shot that? Was it a rail gun on one of them? That's he did have he a rail gun. The, yes. He took out the hotel from that. <laughs> yeah, it was like a laser. Oh my god! But he didn't he even try it on the on the thing. No, he didn't. And even if he didn't have that, he's a mech. He does not need a weapon. His fists <laughs> are weapons. They're literally made of. The weapon. They are the weapon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he can feel it. He's connected. His central nervous system is connected to the mech. So now he feels when the mech is getting punched. <gasps> you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Feel bad for that mech. Really? You <laughs> yeah. didn't ask for this. Guy's favorite mech. Which one was it? Oh, obviously it's green. Yeah. Yeah. That was a trick question, and you got it right. <laughs> okay. Now, did those, did those mechs not look like – do you guys remember the old 90s cartoon Reboot? Oh, of course. Remember Their animation, the guy? almost as good it as Reboot. similar. I know. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll agree with you. Okay, you look, it, look it up. Look up everyone's the blue. in it. Yeah. What am I looking up? Reboot? Reboot, yeah. Reboot, yeah. It was 94 in, ni- in 1994. The year of evil, uh, Army of Darkness, my favorite movie of all time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Reboot. If I Google reboot, it's just going to show me a bunch of movies that have been made in the past couple of years. Well, I was wrong. Oh. <laughs> Army of Darkness came out in 1992, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was off, but I didn't want to say anything. I don't know anything. Yeah, I have no idea what this show is. I've never heard of it. Weird. You guys are young or something. <laughs> it no, looks no. like... <laughs> <laughs> I was out of high school three years in 94, so yeah. Oh, I get it. You just enjoyed it for the animation. But it looks like there's a reboot of Reboot on Netflix. There yes. is. And by the way, bringing it back to Army of Darkness, guys, my favorite yeah. movie of all time, uh-huh. there, there is a reboot episode that is Evil Dead. Like like a guy shows up who is essentially Ash, and they have to like <laughs> they do a creepy, it's like a horror game. There's a uh, reboot episode of... Evil Dead? Look up Reboot and then Evil Dead. It's a real thing, guys. Yeah. Like, literally, you just see Bruce Campbell's huge chin. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember him in Escape from L.A. where he was like a... The doctor? Yes! Plastic surgeon, yes. We're talking to a Bruce Campbell uh, official... uh, (laughs) Yes. I don't know what the word is, but if there was a cult, I would be in it. It's called a fan. Is that what it is? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Whatever you say. Uh, next Evil Dead movie being planned, huh? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just going to get upset. Okay. <laughs> because I'll be too excited. We can't do this. Okay. Anyway. Oh yeah. So they're at the Statue of Liberty now. Oh yes. How could I forget? <laughs> oh God. <sighs> I um absolutely uh totally zoned out at this point. I was like. <laughs> I got stuff to do, and I get what you're doing with the crushing of the Statue of Liberty, but it's just, it's just too much for me now. That's the moment. That's you. Everything else, fine. 
That's the moment, though. <laughs> and then I wrote, how many hours did they spend pretending to swing battle axes? See, valid. Well, I don't know. The way this movie is, maybe not many. <laughs> <laughs> they literally used all the footage. Uh, okay, so then he gets the nuke, right? Red gets the nuke. Oh, yeah, and he goes to space. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, he, uh, I'm right. He flew him way out into deep space. I don't the way know. when it explodes and he shoots off. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Oh, I guess it's called animation. I don't know what that is. It's, it's terrible. Whatever they're doing is bad. But it's, it's called beauty. Beauty. Art. Yep. Art. Yeah. And then, Okay. And then, I don't know, something happened. Like, Geist is shooting people or something mm. at the... Um, the Cessna place. Yes. And uh, he gets tackled and he goes, Admiral, this blood is on your hands. <laughs> right after they showed him with blood literally on, his, on his hands. hands. And arm. <laughs> yes. Man. It's a literal statement. Yeah. It's like the metaphors never stop in this oh, movie. Man. <laughs> and, oh. then, and then he comes back. Like he's been shot in, or he shot himself into space. He gets nuked back down. And he lands right next to everyone. Like, what is the luck that he has if he lands right there? Don't even think about the Earth's rotation while he was no, right, right. None of that like, stuff. Feel, you know, I feel like um, exploding the nuke into space with this uh, monster, whatever it was, that is hundreds of millions of years old. I feel like it's almost, if not just as cheap as uh, Superman flying out into outer space and rotating the earth to Well, that's out. how you make time go backwards. Right, right. Everyone knows so that's it's, how it works. It's, it's not so much cheap because it couldn't happen because it absolutely could. That's how it works. It just, it's just cheap, you know? It just, <laughs> it's it been does, done so many times. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Why not do probes. it every time? Why don't they do that the first time they had a monster? Just fly him out into the middle of the universe and you're done. I want to pitch... Now, I haven't seen the sequel, but I want to pitch... Another sequel where the one that got shot into space comes back with alien technology <laughs> and, and just lays siege into Earth. He's a cyborg and he's oh. got like, oh, yes. Yeah. Now you're talking. That's what I want. Now you're I'll talking. Start writing that. I'll, I'll write the third one. Please. Please do. <laughs> so okay. we've got Mecca, Atlantic Rim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I also, I, I would love it if all these asylum movies would cross over. Oh my god. Come on. Like have an Avengers the Asylum Avengers. Endgame. Uh, Asylum Endgame. Yeah. Oh. Have you guys seen the Sinister Squad? Uh which one? Uh I don't think so. It mm. is bananas because it's obviously supposed to be the Suicide Squad, but right, all right, the right, right. all the characters are like nursery rhymes and shit. Oh it is insane. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So what's next in the movie? I mean, it's pretty much over. I think they like walk away from the camera with their arms around each other or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and side note, how many times do they then do the slow motion walk in this movie? <laughs> well, not enough. Uh, beg to differ, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. How did this movie not end with a, a third monster attack? Um, you know what I mean? How movies, like horror movies, love to do that, where it's like, oh, no, the thing's not gone. Yeah, it absolutely should have happened. And it did seem like there should have been more because the eggs hatched. Was there just one egg? It, I think that's what they said. That there were two eggs. How do they know? 
Right? Exactly. They didn't even know they were there in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, how the hell do they know there's only two, you know? And that they've been gestation, gestating for thousands of years. A thing we know just by looking at these creatures. Yeah, yeah obviously. Right, right. <laughs> Would you want to give it a rating? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, I'll say for uh, Mock Bluster. Mock, mock Bluster. bluster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll use that rating system. Yeah. Yeah. For the Mock Blusters, I will give it, um, I'd give it a four out of five. Yeah, you have to judge it for what it is. Right, yeah. exactly. And what right. it is is like a... It's, it's a, like a, it's a it's mock like a, cluster. It's like a Happy Meal equivalent uh, of a movie. Right, you're not getting filet mignon. You're getting what you're getting. And yeah. if you don't appreciate it, then you shouldn't be watching it in the first place. Yeah. I, you know, I, I wouldn't even go Happy Meal. I would say, you know, like the old Wendy's kids meals. <laughs> no, the old Wendy's kids meals where it was the, it's not the even toy. Is, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a toy <laughs> cardboard cutout, not actually a toy. <laughs> they still do that. They still do that. By the way, I'm an expert. So yeah. you're you're rating the meal by the toy you get, not the actual food. Isn't that what the point is? I mean, uh, you've already you've already gone to the point of getting a happy meal. Uh-huh. You might as well at least rate it a little better on that. <laughs> I use the breakfast cereal rating system. Uh, oh, do tell. Yeah. Well, we just, we just, as you, the cereal is only as good as the toy oh, that you get I in the see. cereal. Yeah. So, do they even put toys in cereal anymore, honestly? I don't know if they do. Someone probably ate it and that was it. I but, think that your um, theory is faulty, so I'm going to go with um, four out of five stars. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to give it uh, four Four boxes of knockoff cornflakes. <laughs> uh, cornflakes, like corn pebbles or something. Yeah, and they're not sugar. There's no sugar. No. They're just, they're just horrible. Yep. It's the bang cereal. It's yeah, oh, of course. There's, yeah. there's no cardboard involved with it. <laughs> that commercial was awful. It's Ugh. just terrible. I'm probably going to get I have no idea what to even call the rating, but we'll give it four out of five. Mock blusters? Mock blusters. You know, <laughs> it's very blustery, especially the red. Uh, Four out of five dad's coveralls from work. Yeah. There you go. There you that's, go. That's the one we're going to use. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the last one's dirty. Yeah. I love yep. horrible movies. I have this. Well, see, I grew up watching Mystery Science Theater. So Hell yeah. I, yeah. I have yes. this. Um, this, I guess it's a superpower uh, that I will watch <laughs> any movie. I will watch any movie regardless of the quality. I can't help myself. See, I, I see what you're saying, but I cannot agree. Like, I've seen bad movies that just, like, okay, example, uh, The Asylum's Tomb Invader. Um, Tomb Raider? Is it like Tomb Raider? <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a fake Tomb Raider. Uh, mixed with uh, Indiana Jones, but it's a lady. I'm into it. And it's, I was into it too, so hard until I tried to watch it. And it is so fucking boring that I could not even like watch the whole thing. Like they have also, also with snakes on a train, boring. You give me every bad movie that you <laughs> could <dare> possibly. You. <laughs> <laughs> give me every bad movie you have. But if nothing's going on, I'm not going to enjoy it. Like, this movie was bad, but it had shit going on. Yeah. 
Not always good, but it was always entertaining. I'm looking at exactly. Tomb Invader, and it, the cover makes it look pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, the cover looks dope. Yeah. She's swinging on stuff, swinging into tombs that she's invading. She looks more like Lara Croft than uh, 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 that woman. Uh, the one who... Uh, uh, Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Yeah. yeah. She looks more like, like Croft than Jolie. So, just saying. Yeah, but it sucks. But, but don't let me stop you. Please watch them all because your pain should be my pain. I understand. I've seen <laughs> plenty of these movies, but yeah, I haven't seen that one. Um, uh, yeah, beautiful. Oh, and I got to say, if you have Pluto TV, that one yeah. app, they have a full Asylum channel that just like loops Asylum movies all day long. Pluto TV oh, is legit. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. So good. That's where I watched Sleeping Beauty, which is awesome. <laughs> 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 and uh, The Terminators. The Terminator. Oh, that's what it was. It was just The Terminator. And that one is legit awesome, bad too. It's so There's great. some great Terminator ripoffs. Have you seen Rotor? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Look up Rotor and thank me later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will do. Rotor. It's but it's but I'm sorry, but it's spelled R period O period T period <laughs> O period R period. Ah, like chuds. Right, exactly yeah. like chuds. <laughs> um, how did we get this far? I do have to ask what yeah. your thoughts are on Wayne's World because you're a Chicago comedian. Oh, the movie or the sketch or. I knew I asked the right person the right question. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched any of them in decades but i remember i don't know if that's true or not i i feel like i just watched part of the movie recently and thinking that it was really dated and not as funny as i remember is it because people won't shut up about it is it because uh, it's referenced too much uh, oh no one talks about it i haven't heard anyone talk about that movie <laughs> my, since my you know. family uh, for whatever reason that was like always on always on and so wow, it's one of those things that gets quoted on the daily in my house it's probably because it was on like hbo and like hbo and cinemax would they would play the same movie every day for like months like that's how i yeah. saw so many yeah. movies that i now hate but the love friday the friday 13th movies i've seen yeah. so many times they're just or, always oh, on. what was that one it was like a uh diane keaton opens an applesauce company for babies and it was like <laughs> baby boom yes baby boom i hated it so much but it was always on and somehow it's on my tv oh my god i that's a new one i don't know that one. <laughs> oh yeah you don't need to it's not no good. no yeah i mean it's the typical 80s rom-com movie it's like when uh, boomer moms were like upset that they couldn't be themselves. So then she shot free and did her own thing in the country. Oh. No longer the man's problem. She did it all herself and barf. That's pretty sweet. You sold me. I'm watching it. <laughs> good, 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 good. Add, add to my cue. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you need to like talk about plug or anything? I know there's not much going on, but. Oh, I totally do. I, I do have to talk about, like, this morning before um, we did this, um, I've been fighting with my mom a lot, and <laughs> she, uh, she's she been telling me all this stuff about how Trump is so great, and 
it's just really tough on me and I've been trying to like show her the truth but she only listens to Fox News and it's been really hard so it's so nice to have you guys to talk to um is that what you meant well (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what I meant okay oh but also um I um at uh, (laughs) during um the um summer and winter solstice and the spring and fall equinox i do a show at the lincoln lodge in chicago obviously wasn't able to do spring or summer this time around but uh around the 20th of those months uh look out for um uh, the solstice shows at Lincoln Lodge that I will be hosting with lots of funny people that I handpick, and um, it's a lot of fun. That's very cool. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. When it when it gets a little more time, send us some stuff, and we'll we'll post it on on our show. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. That's great. Anything else? I know you you did a podcast a while ago, right? Oh yeah, we're trying to get it back going, but um, you know, mom's doing stuff. It's hard to get people together, but um, if you want to check out old episodes, um, our podcast was called Icebreaker, and it was basically us asking each other questions that, um, you know, icebreaker questions that you would ask people at parties, and it eventually devolved into this one time I was super drunk and this happened. (laughs) So we stopped doing it for a while. That's pretty good. Well, yeah. that's the kind of thing though. Like I, it's okay when a, like a podcast like that loses the premise because you, at that point you love the hosts. So right. it doesn't matter. So you'll listen to them talk about anything. Right. And people loved me. So it really worked out well that way. <laughs> but um, we, we are going to like try and uh, rehash it, but with like a different theme on that's the really same cool. sort of thing. But also, oh, I took that one down. Well, I was doing another improv podcast called the facility but i don't even know if that's up anymore i listened to that you did i really legitimately did you shared it in the horny for horror thing and i was like oh sweet oh that's so nice yeah, thank you. i liked it thank you i thought like we had a lot of great people on that show so i we had a lot of fun it's just another one of those impossible to schedule things you know the problem i think was i I listened to just like a random episode and I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's, what is this? I liked yeah. it. It was good though. Which episode did you hear? I, I could not tell you. It was, oh, this, so was, this was, this was literally like three or four years ago. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Oh, it was. <laughs> it really was. I think, no. Okay. Yeah, it was. So basically you're saying you've never listened to it. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I really did listen to it. And I remember laughing, but like, be, like being really lost. <laughs> yeah. That's well, because like boring. I didn't fully understand the premise, I guess. I mean, I could go into it now, but that would be boring for Well, everyone. and if it's down and people can't listen to it, well, maybe exactly. bring it back. I'm telling mm-hmm. you to bring it back. Do it. I'll think about it. Okay. That's all I can ask. I would like a handwritten card though. I could do that. <laughs> don't, don't threaten me i'll do it okay here's my address <laughs> okay give it out uh one two three slow down i'm writing fake street got it i have a friend that lives on that street cincinnati indiana <laughs> got all right, it all right i got it chris anything you need to talk about plug no no not right now and there ain't shit going on so no there is not no so but you do don't you i have a new record out (gasps) yeah 
uh, it's like, I, I'm so bad at talking about this music thing. It's like uh, synth. It's like if John Carpenter really sucked. <gasps> that sounds uh, amazing. Well, it's like if John Carpenter sucked, but also listened to a bunch of like metal bands. Uh huh. So like. So like John Carpenter. <laughs> kind yeah. of. Kind yeah. of. He says um, that all the time, but it's like it's it's just what it is, and it's John Carpenter stuff. Yeah. So this this new record is like it's all based basically. I I watched the. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula with Gary Oldman. And I was just like, oh, yeah, love, yeah. this is like one of my favorites of all time. I want to write a record about it. So uh, you should like, write a, like a synth opera about it. That's a good idea. Well, this doesn't have any words. It's all instrumental because I'm oh. stuck at singing. So, so what you, you're saying is it's ripe for words and a synth opera. Yeah. Well, if <laughs> anyone wants to help me with that, we could do that. Don't look at me. I'm not. I can't. <laughs> How dare you? I'm blind. <laughs> Oh, that's not funny to joke about. No, my husband's no. actually blind. So, well, well, then I'm a real son Peace of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a thing you can get. I, I whatever. I don't even talk about it anymore. It's it's out there. If you like goth synth stuff, if you're cool. I mean, who doesn't? Come on. Okay. Well, if you, I just put up a video today. I just ripped some 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 of the scenes from. Uh, the movie and just said that's the music video so check that out i will check that out i know you're not talking to me specifically but i will <laughs> thank you and, and what's the name of it dustin uh, the the record is called volo sanguis it's Whoa. latin for give me blood Whoa. <laughs> man hardcore it is. you it's are super such good. the 90s goth i can't help it <laughs> Are you like one of those guys that like tells people you're a vampire so you can drink their blood and but you're not really a vampire, you just say that you are? I'm a recovering goth. Oh, uh, me too. Yeah. I had a very nice face. Uh, <laughs> long black hair, all that stuff. It was super Wait, nice. Did he say nice face or yeah. nice face? Something happened to my face. It's no longer nice. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> That's it about my dumb thing. Uh, sounds great. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that's it, I guess. Everyone go to bed. It's past your bedtime. Even if you just woke up. Yeah, sorry. If, if you yeah. listen to this in the morning, I'm sorry to tell you this, but... It's just the rules. Gotta go. yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It was so fun. It was so good to have you. It's really nice to talk to you for the first time ever. I know. It's great. And yeah. I honestly, we have to talk about these movies some more because it's we will. the Yes, yeah, so we will definitely have you back. Awesome. And let's just, uh, you know, if people never listen to Horny for Horror, that's how we met. Uh, that's Definitely check people those should. out. It's worth it. Yeah. I think it's honestly like my favorite podcast of all time. It's so it's good. Up there. It's up there for sure. Yeah. I love those guys. Me anyway, too. goodbye, everyone. Bye. for being with us. All right. Hey, our, our little ending thing. So that way people find us. Uh, find us on Twitter oh. at GeekSyncs. <laughs> the actual you're, plugs. Yeah, the actual plugs. You sucking <laughs> son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, I accept this. I accept this. <laughs> All right. Find us at Geek Sinks on Twitter, uh, Facebook. You can find us at Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. Uh, email us and give us uh, what you thought of the episode. Reach out to us. Uh, give us some mockbusters to look at. You know, let us and we'll review them again. Oh, um, did we? Chris, Juan did a, 
oh my God, we had a fan do a, a fan. We had a listener do a, uh, one of those. Juan would say he's Juan a fan. One. So we can, we can okay, say. Juan. He, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to read the thing, but Juan okay. graced us with his, uh, with his um, mashup thing. I'm good at talking. Uh, he he did a mashup and i really liked it juan shout outs to you you're the best uh yes we love it we love what's the mashup tell us boy i'm not gonna find it i i don't remember the details but look it was really fun okay he did a good job and i appreciate him taking the time that's all i'm gonna say thanks juan (laughs) thanks juan you're the best yeah all right now everyone for real no go to bed (laughs) (laughs) you sound like you need it that's for sure yeah all right, that's it. I'm done for real. Okay. How do you end this? I'm I'm melting down. I'm honestly, it's happening. You're like Ricky Bobby in the commercial. <laughs> you just don't know where to put your hands to, to end this. If you don't chew big red, then fuck you. Yeah. You guys, I'm out of here. <laughs>